Hello and welcome to DairyPod. I'm John Penry from Dairy Australia. In this DairyPod episode, Dairy Australia's Debbie Twiss sits down to talk with Jess, a dairy farmer in Victoria who shares a very personal story about her experience with anxiety and mental health. Drawing on her personal experiences, Jess shares the very real and confronting challenges that she faced and the steps that she took to seek help from those around her. Jess advocates for the power of conversation and shares her story so that others might realise that they are also not alone in their life's journey and they may also take action. This episode does contain themes that may be upsetting for some of our listeners. If this does raise personal issues for you, there is help and you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue at www.beyondblue.org.au. At times like harvest and calving, farmers often face situations where they must respond to the impact of factors outside their control. In this podcast, we have the privilege of hearing some insights around coping with anxiety from Jess, a farmer with 16 years' experience working in the dairy industry and who is currently milking 520 cows in Port Ferry, southwest Victoria. Jess, thank you for making the time today to share how you're learning to manage stress and anxiety in your busy life on the farm. But Jess, do you remember the first time we met? Back in 2019. It was shortly after I joined West Vic Dairy Extension Team and I was explaining to a serious group of farmers, yourself included, why I was giving them a pot of Play-Doh at the start of a FERT Smart workshop. Can you remember what it meant to actually have something like Play-Doh and have that explained that there wasn't any pressure on it and that it was for you to use and what that that was all about, Jess? Well, for me, first of all, being in a situation with a lot of people, it can be quite overwhelming and daunting. Um, so having that Play-Doh in front of you was able to distract your mind that no one was focusing on you and you could relax by having something to hold in your hand and take the focus away from people watching you. That's how I found it helped me. And I was really appreciative of how willing you guys were just to have a go with it. It was really empowering because I never told you guys, but that was the very first time I'd ever tried to see how the Play-Doh thing would work with had it in a workshop and it was just exactly for that for farmers who are used to having things to do with their hands and suddenly having to sit in the classroom situation just face off people that you haven't maybe met before or talked to it can be a little bit daunting I certainly knew that I found it daunting just to talk to people without having a cow to hold on to and be in a room so it, it was really good to see how people just by having something to deflect away from but can still um, talk to other people, how useful that's been. And it certainly helped. Um, I know I saw you felt comfortable with it and I've seen other farmers feel very comfortable um, with just having that slight deflection there that helps just take the little bit of anxiety of a new situation out for people. But today we're going to explore resilience, learning to be okay on any given day. 
And farmers are very good at extending the hand of support to others in times of disaster such as flood and fire, but very poor at asking for help when it comes to being under mental stress. Jess, you once told me dairy saved you. Would you mind explaining for our listeners what got you to that turning point when you started to ask for help and why dairy was so important in your life? Um, So for me, um, my turning point was four years ago. Um, I was experiencing severe anxiety, um, including panic attacks. Um, One morning I was milking the cows and I started to experience numbness in my face, um, rapid no breathing and then rapid breathing. Um, And I thought to myself, this is starting to control my life and I need to seek some help. Um, So the first point I went to was my husband because he's someone that is supportive to me and that I can be open with. Um, Mind you, it did take me two weeks to get the courage to actually tell him because I was ashamed. Um, But once I got that courage and I told him, I got the feedback that I needed, which was we'll, we'll get through this and we'll get some help. And that's what we did. And uh, he um, took me to the doctors and um, I spoke to my general practitioner and um, they set me up on a mental health plan to speak with a psychologist about my mental health. And um, and here I am now today being able to share my story. So It's, it's a really good positive story about how supportive your husband was. And he works on the farm with you, is that right? Yes, that's correct. And so did you both meet through dairy as well? Yes, we did. Um, So we were part of a discussion group and uh, we met via that through mutual friends um, and then later obviously being farming community and both having a passion for the dairy industry, we met up up and never looked back since and we work alongside each other every day and I just love the dairy industry. It's a really great place. It certainly seems to have been something that stays a constant for both you and your husband, having that reliance on on a solid industry in the background and the love, I think, that you both share for your herd has been pretty impressive getting to know both of you. Thank you. Now, you got set up on a program and Josh has helped you with that. How easy was it for you to find the right person to connect with straight away? Did you find the right answer the minute you walked out the door? No, um, that's the thing um, with this. If you ever feel like you need to speak to someone and they don't give you the right answer, keep searching. Somebody out there will be able to help you. Um, Don't stop at the first person. Always keep searching. Um, Someone out there can help you. You're not a burden. No one's a burden and someone will help you. Thanks, Chris. I think that's really important for people to hear is that it's unlikely anyone steps up the first time and, like you, acknowledges that this isn't something I want to keep in my life going forward, but they're not necessarily going to find exactly the right person. And I think you told me about how your husband was so supportive with you and he helped you, didn't he, in helping find that person. I think that was Um, He... When I met my psychologist, um, she really helped the way that I thought about myself and um, 
really gave me the tools to help cope um, with the day-to-day anxiety. Um, mind you, I still have anxiety. It's still there, but I can manage it. And um, I know it's not going to control my life now. And I think you mentioned how you get comfortable, maybe it's uncomfortable at the time, but you're more accepting of these feelings come up and you deal with them at the time and you've got a supportive um, team around you, both your husband, but also some of your um, farm team also help. 100% my farm team, um, they are another lot of people that I can turn to. Um, I can confine in them with how I'm feeling at work. If I'm not feeling right and I need to take a step back, they understand that and vice same goes for them if they're not well and and people's moods can change and it's really important that you take notice of that if they're not their bright bubbly self and they're down in the dumps ask if they're okay or maybe not are you okay but how are you going today approach them um be that shoulder to for someone to lean on um you never know what they'll respond back and I think to you made the point, you told me this, because I sometimes I feel a bit feels a bit weird or a bit uncomfortable saying, Are you okay? That seems such a cliche. But I really liked how you just said that, how are you going? That that's such a more natural thing for a lot of people to ask, how are you going? Um It is. Um, how are you going? Um, it just instead of it's I found when I have anxiety, when someone used to ask me, Are you okay? I used to burst out into tears. Um, where if how are you going, you can just slightly start opening that conversation. Yeah, I think that lets you just quietly slide into also I think you've mentioned just that being able to take a little bit of a breath and go, yeah, okay, I actually not travelling so good today. And and that's fine. And if someone's not travelling well, just be there for them. Listen, you don't have to answer. Just, just, Just be that ear and listen. That's all we need. I think you mentioned you felt that, that real support when your farm team has just said, how are you going? And just accepted whatever answer you want to give them and they're still there the next day to say, how are you going today? Yeah, well, um, so when I, one morning I had a panic attack in the dairy, um, I'm not sure what triggered it, um, but I felt it come on and I said I'm feeling sick and he knew I was feeling sick. He, I, he could see I'd gone pale and uh, the next morning I actually went back into work and I said to him, thank you for understanding yesterday, but I actually wasn't sick. I was suffering a panic attack. And he said to me, next time that happens, please just let me know so I can comfort you and be there for you. So just be- being there for someone means a lot. It really does. It's good too to hear how comfortable your team is to be there for each other, to accept each other as, as they move along. Um, oh, I I cannot thank my team. We have a team where everyone's accepted. Everyone can be honest. And if we're not having a good day, we can say we're not having a good day. And that's fine. If if they need to go home and have a sleep or have a rest because their mental health is not right, that's fine. Um, uh, one thing I can say is people will let you go home with a broken arm. But what about a broken heart and a broken brain? <laughs> It's the same thing. So people just sometimes need to lay down and have a rest. That's such a good point um, that you make there, Jess, about accepting that it isn't something like 
that we we are happy with physical illness, but we're not so getting so comfortable with mental illness. But it's something that I think we as a society will get more used to as we move forward. About one in five people in Australia will experience some form of mental illness. And living in regional and remote locations increases the likelihood that people will take longer, as you've said, it took me two weeks, to seek help. And we'll find it more difficulty in accessing the support and counselling. It was really good to hear how your husband stood beside you and he even went with you and said, hey, I've stood back and I'm hearing here that this person, the first person we've gone to, isn't the right one. Let's keep searching, as you said. So that was good to hear you had support because often if people are by themselves, the longer they take to seek help, the higher the risk of poor mental health outcomes and the longer the recovery journey will be. An encouraging sign of breaking the stigma of mental health is workplaces providing employee assistant programs. Jess, could you share your feelings about the assistance program that's employed provided for employees on your farm? Um, yes, so on our farm, they have um, employed a company called Decor and we have access 24 hours to a psychologist um, over the phone. It is completely anonymous, um, so our boss will get an invoice once a month um, with no details on it and you can ring as little or as often as you want um, at any time. Um, and I think that's really beneficial um, because if I had had that where two, three years ago when I was really suffering my anxiety before I am to where I am now, I definitely would have been picking up that phone and uh, using it. Thanks, Jess, for giving us that insight. You've talked about how we can help people, how we can ask you know, how you're travelling, how you're going, how we can lend a hand, a support, keeping the door open for conversation. You also talked us through at the beginning what those signs are for yourself of changes in feeling and uh, breathing in, in the way your demeanour is that people may recognise. Can you tell some, um, the listeners who are listening today some other safe ways that someone who maybe is suffering like you were, you were reminded of the things you did to take action, to move ahead, to turn the corner, to make that change? Um, so first of all, I'd encourage someone to go see their GP. Um, now that can be quite daunting for someone because people can feel weak. I know I did. So I just want the listeners to know that you're not alone. I felt weak going for help. Um, so I was encouraged. This is just my personal journey. I went to my GP. Um, they referred me with a mental health plan who I then accessed to a psychologist um, and that was great because I was able to once a week go see a professional and speak about these things openly and get tips, which was great. Um, and really don't even stop at the first psychologist, you know, really find someone you connect with, um, because this is your journey and about you and you want to feel comfortable. So if it's not right for you, find someone else. Thanks, Jess. That is the huge power that you've got there of it's about you finding your connections and your support, the people you need to collaborate with for your recovery journey. I'd like to thank you, Jess, for having the courage to have this conversation with us today and sharing an insight into your journey of learning to be okay 
with how you turn up on any given day. Tapping into the power of conversation is a start point for a variety of mental health services focused on supporting rural and regional communities, as well as providing useful information to understand stress and its impact during pressurised times such as carving, harvest, the following resources also provide skills to help and support mental health and well-being. The National Centre for Pharma Health, a partnership between Western District Health Service and Deakin University based in Hamilton, Victoria, can be reached at www.pharmahealth.org.au. They offer online services and programs, including links to the iFarmWell program to help farmers build resilience to manage through the tough times. And you can reach iFarmWell at www.ifarmwell.com.au. Let's talk, tapping into the power of community engagement to break the stigma of mental health. And they have resources and activities that can be viewed at www.ifarmwell.com.au let's talk australia all one word dot org act for ag with stephanie schmidt whom some dairy australia listeners may have connected with in the dairy australia online workshops during the 2020 covid restrictions her website can be reached at www.act4org that's a-c-t-f-o-r-a-g.com.au Beyond Blue, an Australian mental health and wellbeing support organisation promoting Big Blue Table events to encourage mental health conversations over the kitchen table. You can read about how to get involved at www.bigbluetable.com.au and you can access Beyond Blue resources and information at www.beyondblue.org.au. And finally, Rural Financial Counselling Service West, Service Victoria West. They're a wellbeing support service that can be reached on 1300 725 578. I'll say that again, 1300 725 578 or online at www.rfcsvictoriawest.com.au. And finally, once again, thank you very much, Jess, for giving us an insight and giving us some confidence about how to either be a support person or to keep on searching and not give up on those journeys of finding connection and communication with people. Thank you. This is Debbie Twist for West Vic Dairy. Bye. If this episode has caused you to stress or raise personal issues, there is help and you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Beyond Blue at www.beyondblue.org.au. We hope that you have found this podcast of value. And remember that there are plenty more podcasts available on a broad range of dairy industry topics covered in the Dairy Pod program. So please don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcasting platform. If you have any questions or ideas for future podcast episodes, please get in touch with us by emailing dairypod at dairyaustralia.com.au. Thank you very much for listening and bye for now.